don't know what Technically, that was the best one you did. That's what he's saying. Well, let's, uh, let you want to hear it? Welcome to the A Little Off Track podcast, recorded on Cherry Street in Galesburg, Illinois, with your hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balser. Today's episode features the Dance Hall Doves, made up of two multi-talented artists, Cal and Aaron Glasnovich. We hope you enjoy the music and merriment as it unfolds during episode three of A Little Off Track. We should have like told you left it's or right. the one that smells like cookies. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just open up the windows. I did. It did for cookies. It did cross my mind. I'm like, should I text Cal and tell him uh, where I live? I know. <laughs> no, I, I like knew. It's like muscle memory. He'll remember. Right roundabouts. Yeah, I got yeah, here. It took a couple you. lefts and right. Maybe we need a little off track signage. <laughs> I mean. I don't like, hate it. Like a neon light. I'm out just there. saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blank, something real blanky. Maybe just a colored light for your porch. You know, we want a sexy colored light. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. We, and we should be outside today. I mean, it's probably a little on the chilly <laughs> side. Tomorrow's, tomorrow, happy spring almost. But oh, when, this, okay. when this airs, it's spring, right? Because tomorrow's really spring? True. Um, yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Happy, happy Sunday. We record this on a Sunday, high above Cherry Street, uh, a little <laughs> off track with our friend, uh, my friend uh, Ted uh, Vivenauer. Hola! Uh, Mandy Balzer, truly madly Mandy. Hello, so uh, happy to be he here. He got it right this time. I, I got it right this time. <laughs> I'm pretty impressed. <laughs> he knows my name. Our friends and, and artist Aaron Glasnovich uh, on the show today. How are you? Hey, I'm great. Good, Good to, to be you. here. Yeah, yeah. And, I got to uh, tell you. Oh, no, go ahead. Corey, uh, uh, cow or Corey? Cow. Cow, cow, cow. please. Because uh, universally known as... <laughs> It's cow, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like it's C-O-W, it, like not that, like Kyle or Cal or something like that. <laughs> it's, it's cow. Oh, listen, yeah. cow. Like, Does it, is it acronym your whole name? No, but oh. my son is now. Like, I, I his name is Cooper Owen Weisenberger. So uh, <laughs> I was gonna oh, guess no. Owen would be a great. Okay. Yeah. So okay. now we got him. All yeah. right. Um, and uh, here we are uh, today on a Sunday. We had uh, cookies. You know, when we have a podcast. Um, I have to clean up my house. My wife's like, I love this. this if you had one every <laughs> yeah. house would be clean all the time. Everybody wins. I don't know why I clean the whole house though, because everyone just goes from the door up to my no, room. No, that's not true. First, we come in the front door. Uh, we're greeted by the animals. You have a petting zoo. And then we go to the kitchen where your wife, the last couple of times, lovingly made cookies for yeah, us. That's pretty so great. And then we come good. upstairs. So we do see the whole casa. So mm-hmm. it's a, mm-hmm. You're, you're going to have to start cleaning the basement, I think. <laughs> Kat, you guys got some cookies on the way in, too? Yeah. yeah delicious. Yeah, do. It's a beautiful plate of cookies over here. What is the, the musical kinship uh, between you two? Um, well, we are the dance hall doves. Yeah. Yeah. But what, tell me, first, tell me how you guys got together, because you guys have played and been performers way long before you knew. Yeah. What did you like in each other's playing that you said, we should mm-hmm. uh, collaborate? What did you see? He always had a great reputation of being a cool dude. So, <laughs> kind and of he played all sorts of instruments. So when there, um, yeah. I've, I've mostly, you know, been a, a vocal performer most of my life. So I'm always on the lookout for somebody that can partner with me too. To, you know, do different sorts of musical projects where I can feature the instrument that I do so well, do the best. Um, so, you know, um, I, I was in a duo with this other guy named Zach and there was one gig that we had where I wasn't, I wasn't sure if he was going to show up. He kind of was a little agoraphobic. He didn't like, he didn't like performing really. Yeah. He was more of the behind the scenes type of, you know, so, but I had, I had reached out to Cal cause I had seen him at music makers and, you know, so, um, around town and stuff like that. And, um, I was like, Hey man, I know that you're, you know, you do solo shows, you play with a lot of bands and like, I've got this guy. I'm not sure if he's going to show up for the gig like could you just be my backup and he was of course like oh, i'll do it as much as i can you Aww. know and, and yeah. we didn't end up needing him zach showed up but yep. um from there like we 
just kind of kept in touch. And over the course of time, we decided to make Dance Hall Doves because yeah. it seemed right. A- Aaron Glassovich, uh, uh, Galesburg, born and raised? That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and Cal, how about you? I uh, was actually born in Sterling, Illinois. Yeah. lived in Knoxville for a while and then ended up in Prophetstown, Illinois. And that's where I graduated high school and then moseyed on back to Galesburg around 2005. I met you 16 years ago. You were on the drums. What did you play before that? That was that was it. Drums. First instrument, yeah. First drums was, or yeah, first instrument was the drums. I yeah. played at church of all places. That's how I learned to like play nice and quiet, <laughs> and not not disrupt the old ladies yeah, while they're they trying like to worship and all that. And then next thing I know, I'm in a grunge band playing as loud as I possibly can. Yeah, it, all that then, stored up. Drumming yeah. you wanted to do. You yeah, get it was just crazy. My, my mom got me a guitar for Christmas one year, and I was like, oh, that's neat, you know, and I kind of put it in the corner and thought, Man, maybe someday I'll play a couple songs around the campfire or on the porch or something. And next thing I know, I'm fronting a bluegrass band. That, was, that or, turned into your style. Yeah. Dude. I've got blood on my face and my hands. Hey man, you know like G, C, and D. I'm like, yeah, I can play those three chords. They're like, you're in the band. Like, Sweet. Like, it's like that commercial with uh, with Slash where he just starts playing a little bit. And they're like, no, 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 dude, yeah. you're in. You're, you're in. in. <laughs> yeah, he's like, cool, cool. Yeah. And from what I know, Mandy, and maybe you know more uh, because you know Aaron uh, uh, well. At the age of five, seven, on the Orpheum Theater stage yeah, here in Yeah, Gilsburg? I started doing theater um, at about age seven at the Orpheum. Here it goes, pitter-patter, I know just what's the matter, because I've been there once or twice. I cried a river over you. You know, that opened up so many doors for me creatively, and so I participated in all sorts of musical theater and vocal what, performance stuff. What was the first instrument? First instrument probably was, besides voice, obviously, was piano. Um, yeah. You know, I was one of those kids that, like, signed up for piano, like, seven times because I never stuck with it, and I just had so much trouble. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. Yeah, yeah, here I am again, old friend. Um, but it, I've grown to learn that I just... I think I do better when I'm just learning on the fly, like teaching myself and like learning by ear. Um, I, I get frustrated with, you know, reading off the page a lot when it comes to trying to learn an instrument. So I just kind of learn more, you know, as I go. And I've taught myself guitar in the past oh, five or seven years, something like that. Nice. Yeah. Actually, I know Aaron more mostly and firstly because we did theater together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I played Aaron's mother. Yes, indeed. Yeah. And- <laughs> Moon over, Moon over Buffalo. Yeah. Was that, where was it at? That was at the Rivoli Theater in Monmouth. The Great Rivoli Theater? <laughs> the <Wow>. Great <laughs> Yes. Yes. Wait, okay. In real life, is it possible for you to be your mother? Wait. Nope. Nope. I don't know about the no, math think on so. that. No. <laughs> I hope not. Uh, well, this is Gilsburg. Okay. <laughs> oh, Anything's possible. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. But yeah, That's so we knew off. each other from stage and we've done other shows since. And mm-hmm. actually, last year, Aaron directed me yeah. in Death Trap. Mm-hmm. So like, um, That's I right. at Prairie have, Players the the box yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 that was my so first direct, directorial debut as a musician 
But first and foremost, I knew you as a performing artist. Right. Death right. Trap was great, by the way. Yeah. We have great theater in our town. Yeah. We uh, really do. Cow. Yeah. Are your kids in the, the theater? What, what have the kids picked up from your artistry and from your... Uh, Not a lot. <laughs> on. They, they, I know. I'm, I'm waiting for it. They're, I try to get them to play some instruments here and there, and they're like, "Man, maybe, whatever." And you then can't want go, it too well. much. No, they I know. That. Yeah, <laughs> you just gotta just let them do their thing. Uh, yeah. Augie likes singing, but she has she's pretty nervous around people so far. So yeah. we'll we'll get there someday, probably. Uh, so I've seen Cow in the studios back in Eric and yeah. you and I in our radio days several times through several different iterations of bands. So mm-hmm. it's awesome to uh, get to hang out again today yeah. and see what this is. Uh, Aaron, as uh, I, I can't drive right now, you guys can't see this, but I've got this uh, brace on my neck, and and I can't. By the way, we are very happy to have yes. alive in the studio with us our friend Ted uh, Bevenauer. You only say that because in the back of your mind, you were like, "Man, are we going to have to cancel the podcast? How are we covered? <laughs> How are we going to? Who are we going to have sent in for that loud ass?" <laughs> no, but I'm kind of, my wife and my daughter are driving me over here today, and uh, the fame that you have, Aaron, in our oh. family is my wife looks back at Aurora and she's like, "Do you know who's?" going to be on daddy's podcast today kiddo and she's like who she said charlotte's mommy and she's like no way so i love that cow and charlotte's mommy in the studio (laughs) today great to be here that is so sweet i am proud to be charlotte's mommy as well as all of the other things that's pretty great that is great since 2019 you guys been playing together something like that is that what I call it? A little bit before that, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe before. 18, 19. Yeah, mm-hmm. right before it all, everything went to shit, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Before we couldn't right. play together Once, once we actually started picking up steam <laughs> yeah. is when everything went downhill. And we're like, great. <laughs> see you later. Yeah. I'll see you in a couple years, I guess. No. Love yeah. the name Dance Hall Doves. Where did that come from? Oh, man. like That was hard to come up with. I bet it was. It's lovely alliteration, though. It it was. I started looking up, like, you know, slang terms for, like, different things. We wanted to have kind of a old-timey type of, like, Mm -hmm. vibe. And, like, um, you know, dance hall doves was just something that came up from me, like, delving into, like, 1920s, 30s slang and, Mm -hmm. and, and nicknames doves is, you know, like... You know the the bird like beetles like the birds like mm-hmm. you know things like that are popular in bands and um, I don't know like dance hall just like the the idea of people getting up and dancing to our music was kind of cool too so sounded great together too yeah, yeah. nice and which Sweet. is what we go for sounding great together. <laughs> yeah. thanks for going a little off track today's episode features the dance hall doves. And I always love, too, that a lot of our songs tend to have, like, the subject matter of, like, a little little on the darker side, little on the edgy side, and um, things like that. So it's always fun when people are, like, you know, going crazy and, and having fun and banging their heads to songs that are... You're like, about oh, murder. And yeah, this yeah. little down-home yeah. murder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> things like stuff. that. So, yeah. Speaking of banging your head, you, Ted, you mentioned... Uh, you can't see Ted like you said. He can't turn left or right. So he is he is paying attention to you. He's I am. listening. I may not be looking straight at you, but that's just the coordination. Have you yeah. said that it is a neck brace? I don't know that we've actually said the term It's called neck a what? Brace. It's called a what? I don't know. Isn't it a mobilizer? It's called a pain in the ass. I yeah, think. It's called a pain in the ass. So, so a week ago, I broke my neck. Yeah, we don't. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't. I gotta sit sideways to well, see you. What the hell, man? Yeah. I know. So glad. That, <laughs> How dare you to have you with? But I was gonna. I was gonna say that you saw like Cal Part Two in the studio. We used to have his band Frank F. Sydney in so many times. Oh yeah. Way before that, like six or seven years before that, I saw you uh, playing drums for a band called Flutter.
in in a mid 2000s a pretty vibrant scene for three or four years yeah. in this area. It was crazy. And that scene was nuts. Yeah, and not to pat yourself on the back, but you and a couple other bands were kind of the leaders of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was uh, just looking back on times like that. You're just kind of like, did that really happen? But you know, it, you know, you documented it. You, you I was were just there. gonna say, I was yeah. out of town. Uh, I had moved away for a while while you guys were having your your run. But I sat through. I, I don't mean it like I sat through. Like God, <laughs> like, it twisted my arm. But I watched. Uh, I will not break a string. And I feel like I was there for all of that. That was such a great documentary, by the way. Uh, thank you, but Dog Days is is the one we did. Right. With the I will not break oh, a string. That was mind effect. That was mind, mind effect. effect. But you know what? That's when Cow is also through. in there. I was, in, I was still right. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Cow crept in right, that so movie I'm not too. Totally off my no. record. No, no, no. <laughs> and and I and I appreciate that very much. Yeah, but Dog Days Flutter. I think you've seen it too, yes. and that's just featuring uh, Cow's band. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, many moons ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's many, many iterations of the cow over time. Yeah, and Galesburg. <laughs> what music. was the gap between grunge and and bluegrass? There and, wasn't much of one. Um, I think, I think it was just straight from that to bluegrass, really. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, a few other iterations of like a band here and there. And sit in like I did um, punk rock with the Fierce Amateurs. Oh, I did wow. play, you know, yeah. drums for those guys. We just had a show for the first time in probably five or six years uh, since they had the last show. It'd been probably about eleven years since I played with those guys. Your band now, the Memphis Dives, Memphis Dives, got to be going on ten years. It's actually real close to ten years. Yeah. I've got the rhythm and got no soul. I just want to play some rock and roll. Well, the devil had the tools to teach me right. All I had to do was sign away my life. Yeah, I want to be good. I just want to be great. So we just took the long way around of saying, uh, Cal's been in the game for a while now. Long yeah. Time. <laughs> Basically, if you had a good band in this little uh, niche of the country... Cow was in it. Cow was in it. <laughs> I've been in a lot of. It's true. Yeah, I've I've been more than privileged to meet some really cool musicians and and do. I've never really toured, but you know, weekend warrior for sure. Been on <laughs> nice. weekend after weekend of, of playing cool gigs around the the Midwest. So it's been fun. I almost wore my Frank F shirt today, oh, nice. uh, so I, I kind of feel bad that I didn't. But I didn't know like how that uh ended up dissolving so i didn't want him to be like i fucking hate that no. man <laughs> I'm sorry, take it off maybe yeah, take it off can't now. you and i don't know that she hasn't i bet she has in a stage performance before can't you see uh aaron fronting a rock band oh yeah that would be great yeah <laughs> was it, these days yeah that's it you can't now. tell me like as a performer right you fantasized about that right like of course i could i, I could, wanted to be in I all the b- bands in high school it was all these dudes bands no offense guys um but you know (laughs) be like hey i want to be in the band and they're just like oh yeah okay you know and and it never really panned out you know um so yeah one of these days so i was like well i'll just focus on doing my theater then which i did and played a lot of great roles and sang a lot of awesome songs and And you do your own i mean you have your own sullivan's daughter yeah i do i do you know have my solo project or whatever so you know that's more focused on songwriting and if you knew
know, the things that I grew up listening to that I've always wanted to try and sing. And, and like, you know, you figuring out how to utilize my voice in lots of different ways. And that's one of the fun things about um, projects like this is, you know, seeing what kinds of new things you can do with your instrument. Uh, speaking of instruments, should we do it? I, sure. I just yeah, want to hear a song. Sure. Ted, have you ever heard Dancehall Dubs, by the way? Uh no and yes. No and yes. Uh, you have sent me a couple clips. Yeah. So that I have seen. I have never been out anywhere to see you guys. Well, here we are. It's okay. Here yeah, you are. I, have I get the best show places. ever. <laughs> I believe I saw you at um, Seminary Street First Fridays. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And then I saw a, a private backyard anniversary party oh. soiree yep. situation. <laughs> at, at your house? At, at, at my Aaron's house. house. Oh, Aaron's yeah. house. Yes. Nice. yes, yes, yes. Uh-huh. And that was great fun. It was very, it was a hot night. It was just like summer and it was all the great things. Looking about forward summer. to those kinds of yeah. days again. Yeah, we're so getting closer. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, what are, what are you guys um, doing? Speaking of longing for summer days, let's play Cold Hard Winter's Day. All right. This one's about being cold, man. Nice. Um, I'll try this. Maybe the taco tambourine? Yeah, little taco, oh, taco tambourine. It's supposed to go on my foot, but um, that's so great. Cool. I didn't want to blow us all out of the water. Right. The, the last time you got, you guys played in the WGIL studio, and I listened to a SoundCloud of one of those. You, I can't remember what you covered. You covered oh, it some, was a shovels and rope song. Shovels and rope, yeah, mm. and it it sounded really good. Hey, yeah, appreciate it. I well, loved it. Yeah. Um, like like you said, like you pointed out, we haven't uh, done anything together in a while, so be kind. Oh, but we're awesome. glad to be here to do it. So can't wait to hear it. Uh, Dance hall doves uh, on a little off track. Here we go. <laughs> Cold hot winter's day, it's cloudy and it's gray. And the wind is howling loud, then wolves outside my door. I've tried all that I could to keep the wolves at bay, but there ain't no use when souls cold and hot as winter's day. My hands are filled with splinters, my clothes are filled with dirt. Digging graves from dust to dawn will make your body hurt. Well, I've got to keep on digging for my number has been drawn, and those demons have a hold of my poor soul. This cold hot winter's day, it's cloudy and it's gray. And the wind is howling loud and the wolves outside my door. I've tried all that I could to beat the wolves at bay. But there ain't no use for souls cold and hot as winter's day. My mind is full of memories that I can't seem to shake. Every time I start to think, my heart won't beat, it breaks. Well, that low-down, dirty devil played a nasty trick on me, and those demons got a hold of my poor soul. It's so hot when it's day, it's cloudy and it's gray. And when it's howling loud, the wolves outside my door. I've tried all that I could to keep the wolves at bay. There ain't no use in your soul, it's cold and hard as winter's day. No, there ain't no use in your soul, it's cold and hard as winter's day. No, there ain't no use in your soul, it's cold and hard as winter's day. Nice. The dance hall doves on, on the oh, last. Yeah. 
Hell yeah. Woo. That was awesome. Girl, you play that taco something better. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately regretted using the tiny taco because I'm like, oh, this is, I'm used to a full tambourine, but. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it perfect. Worked. It, it worked. Yeah. Hey. That was awesome, guys. Thank you. On, on the last day of winter, by the way. So, uh, yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, how uh, apropos. How Jinx. Stop it. <laughs> I'm using the brain. Oh, we didn't plan that at all. <laughs> you, get the, you get the vocab today. Okay. <laughs> My bad. Is it weird? This has nothing to do with anything. Speak, the show's called a little off track. So. Yeah, I said this to Theodore earlier in the week. I'm like, there's all five of us are married. Come on, the rate that's that's a high. That like, is. isn't that right? We're Does all anyone married? want to announce a divorce? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no one's let's doing not it. let's not, not uh, yeah, celebrate yeah, too much because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a it's an up and down game, isn't it? I know, <laughs> I know, but I was just thinking about. it. I think that's rare for that to be. Uh, yeah. Know? Uh, yeah. These days, this, it really this, is. this wild life, you know, this music life. Early thirties, Cal, and and how many of your friends? Are most of your friends married? I'm, I'm late thirties now. Buddy. Late thirties. I just turned thirty-seven on Thursday. Man. I was helping. Oh, by the way, yeah, happy yeah. birthday! Happy Thank birthday. you. Wait, on yeah. Thursday? On Thursday last Thursday. I was on Monday. Oh, nice. Hey, bunch of Pisces up in here. Yeah. What? Is that it? Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. You were on Monday. Watery. What did, what did, oh, I brought you coffee. Was that Tuesday? You did, no, you did bring me coffee on yeah, Monday. Yeah, Monday, yeah. Hey, thanks for that. You bet. Uh, I was a little high on pain medication, so you'll oh, have to forgive me. It was me. a happy birthday indeed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I slept a lot yeah, that day. Yeah, I bet. I bet. By the way, was that your song? Did you guys that was that Cal's song. I, I wrote that song. one. Yes, yeah. Sir. Yeah. Have you guys written together? Or do you just... Kind of. Yeah. That was yeah. like, we were, you were, Cal was talking about when like the pandemic started and we start. you know, we just started getting into like working with each other on each other's songs a little more. And I would come to him with stuff I was writing. So, and then, you know, since then we haven't done too much, but like, I usually, he's got so many songs in his pocket. He's, mm-hmm. This guy's, you know, seasoned him and doing this for a while. So I love just jumping in on some of the ones that he does. Not that I thought you were a one horse pony cow, but if you watched, if wait, you wait, watched you, a one horse pony, one horse pony, one horse open sleigh, one trick pony, one trick pony. But if, if anybody saw you in 05 through like 09 playing the drums, they would have said that dude's going to be a drummer all his life. There's yeah. no, but then you were fronting a, a bluegrass band with a guitar, and, and you brought a banjo with you. And, I did. Um, yeah. Are these things that you were already learning when you were on the drums? You were stewing about, I want to do that, I want to be that guy, that no, guy? No, uh, like I said, the, the guitar thing, it was my mom bought me a guitar for Christmas one year, and I sat it in the corner and thought it'd be cool to play someday, and then the guys in the bluegrass band were like, you know, three chords. And I'm like, yep, I do. And then bam, I started playing and started playing with them a lot. So I had to actually like figure out how to play the guitar, <laughs> which was uh, a process for sure. But then, you know, other stuff came a little bit easier. I started playing. Uh, how about the like, banjo? What's Is that even like playing an acoustic guitar? It is not. Um, this particular banjo is called a tenor banjo. So it's only four strings instead mm-hmm. of five. Uh, it is much easier to play than an actual five-string banjo where you okay. have to know what you're doing. Yeah. I can fake what I'm doing on this banjo, and it sounds okay. It's so. the perfect type of banjo. Yeah, that's yeah. the banjo I like. Thanks to Galesburg's own Studio 27 for making our podcasters look like a million bucks. If Raylan and Katie can work with these heads of hair, imagine what they could do with you. Talk just a little bit about um, what happens like between the two of you, because as you know, we're fortunate enough to have some kind of synergy here. Like it just, it just is or it isn't, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's a yeah. chemistry. Um, so when you guys first played together, did you just instantly know that? Well, I think that the the fact that I mean, 
Cal has been in so many projects, I was going to say is a testament to how great he is to work with. Mm -hmm. And um, there is definitely like, you know, finding the right type of person that understands your life, understands kind of what you're trying to do when it comes to like expressing yourself through music and writing and, Mm -hmm. and things like that. And, and we both, I think, try and you know we use music as an outlet in a sense not just creatively but you know and it's emotional outlet and it has all of these different places for us in our lives and I think we kind of linked on that and the fact that you know we've got families and we've got other jobs and you know so um it kind of just yeah synced up nicely and um I you know it's great to work with and and it like I said I really enjoyed jumping in and I I grew up listening to Beatles music like singing all of the harmonies to all of the records and songs Mm. and um my dad was a singer-songwriter and still yeah. is so yeah. like um, I'm used to kind of you know cozying up with someone and then seeing what we can do so yeah and so she you... makes me sound really good <laughs> so she like comes in at just this right moment Man. and there's just yep. a really lovely thing that happens between the two of you yep. so I just didn't know like if you felt that like the moment it happened like oh look at us <laughs> look what just happened right there it, yeah, it, was was de- it definitely it was it took me aback because I was like you know I I don't see myself as a singer, even though I have become a singer and I do solo gigs and this and that. But when you have somebody like Aaron with a voice like that, they can add so much to it. And like, yeah, I think the first couple of times we did play live together and you're hearing it through the speakers. It's different when you're sitting at home, Mm -hmm. but you're in a live situation and you kind of see people's eyes go like, shit what was that <laughs> you know you're just yeah it, it makes you feel really good you know to yeah. have somebody to, to back you up because solo gigs are tough man right but you have somebody like aaron backing you up you're like this is easy i got this <laughs> yeah and see feelings mutual I'm, i've never been um you know confident on uh, my guitar skills i'm i can play you know acoustic you know rhythm guitar um did you to, always want to impress dad with your uh i did he would always you know he never pushed me but he would always be like Oh, it's, that one's really easy. I'll teach you that. It's only two chords, you know. And I'd be like, yeah, but you know, and I was more interested in theater, and and I was, you know, listening to my cast recordings and stuff more so than like listening to the Carol King records. How much of him me. though is 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 with you when you when you're performing a lot? Yeah, yeah. I mean a lot, and yeah. I, so much of like I was talking about the Beatles, like so much of my upbringing and influence of music on my life and and growth um, was from you know what my dad listened to and his own songs. He wrote a lot of original songs, and and I have learned some of them um, in that you know over the course of time since I've been able to play more than three chords. Cal, what about you? Speaking cool. of that that movie we did together, the last uh, uh, part of it was uh, showing it out at the drive-in theater, and you yeah. guys you guys played up on the projection booth there. We did. And I remember running into your grandpa yeah. and him screaming a story about you as you guys are on the roof playing at the top. I mean, it's so loud. Yeah. It is so loud. I um, can't hear you, old man. Yes. Uh, you guys can't. I, we're going we're gonna to play. I'm going to play some Flutter clips, and I'll let you hear a little bit of what I was hearing. But he was t- telling me about um, him noticing your rhythm skills early on. Do you know, do you know, is there a story about you and grandpa or grandpa kind of pushing you? He, he was actually trying to hold me back a little bit. And the only reason I say that is because he is a very religious man, which is awesome. He didn't want me playing in bars and he could kind of see that it was going in that going eventually to go in that direction. Uh, but I think once I actually, I I detasseled and derogued corn to get my very first drum set. And once I actually had my own kit in the house and I practiced every single day, because that's what you do when you're a kid. I think he kind of warmed up to the fact that I was like, all right, he he might be pretty good at this. And just let, just let me, yeah, he just kind of let me do it. And then, you know, seeing, you know, hearing that story, it makes me feel good because he is proud of me for what I do. Yeah. 
So I don't know why that one sticks out. But his birthday was just last week too. That man's 84 now. That is that's and he's, great. And he's doing great. Yeah, he gets all he gets up and moves. Celebrating local artists, featuring their talent, and not taking anything too seriously. On the A Little Off Track podcast with Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balzer. I'm yeah. gonna check on my uh, podcaster friend to the right here. How you doing? How are you holding up? I'm good, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, no, I'm fine. I'm so glad to have you back. I don't want you to uh, relive the story because I know everybody you run into. Oh my God, what happened? So, and so you tell the same thing. Tell us something you haven't told anybody about the accident. That you pooped your pants. No, I didn't. I, <laughs> I mean, not at the time. Yeah. I might be right now. Okay. No, I. So I've been holding this back. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess there's no better time than now to share it. But it actually wasn't a car accident. Um, this is an old rodeo injury. And it happened. You're so full of shit. So, no, no, I, I swear to God. Were you buying it for a second? Yeah, no. I was serious. I was like, I, I, was, in. I was like, wait, what? I felt bad about the poop your pants comment. I was I've like, seen shit. the truck. Like, get serious. Dude, me. that was it. No, it was, it was, there was this bull named Old Bully. And uh, a, uh-huh. a barrel, and I just really don't like to talk I about know. it. So it's, it's, I made well, it up happened. the car accident thing. It just happened. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm glad that you felt like you could tell us. I, I feel like I'm in a safe, safe space, space here. Yeah. So just hopping back on track a little bit. I love this progression. Like uh, having seen you in different iterations, Cal, over the years. This is actually where my musical interest and taste have gone. Like mm. um, when I was young and uh what was the bmh or the cassettes that you used to get yes what, what was that bmh yeah like you'd a, order 11 like 17 yeah yeah me too i never paid that wasn't yeah. it a penny Nobody did. it was a penny for yeah. a bunch of them and i didn't know what my musical taste was back then so i relied heavily on my brother and he got me into some cool stuff like that's where my zeppelin and uh, you know, some Robert Plant came from and Columbia Fleetwood House. Mac and uh, Columbia. Rush, oh, Columbia yes. House. Yeah. Yes. And, but that was always my brother's music. Mm-hmm. And then in, in uh, like middle school, I was trying to fit in. So there was a lot of crappy rap back then. And then I kind of evolved up into something. I, I like, I wanted something to make my ears hurt a little bit. Sure. And so, you know, there came Metallica and, and hard stuff. The nineties really, when you and I came up, Eric, uh, some great music, you know, oh, Pearl Jam during that time. I'm getting about different... sick of hearing and maybe it's because I'm a man of a certain age, but all my favorite albums are turning 30. Yeah, no, we're on. Do you notice when you listen to classic rock, like that? That's our music on classic Cal, rock. You've right also now. had to have noticed, like some of your favorite albums are twenty now. Yeah, I unfortunately yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. What do you, Aaron? By the way, because yeah. I know at least a couple of us have uh, turntables, and even if it's not uh, on vinyl, what are you digging through the crates and finding these days, and putting on, and what's influencing? Um, I recently um, got for Christmas um, this great album by Yola. Um, is the artist. Yeah. And it's called Walk Through Fire, and it's this fabulous Americana, almost kind of skirting the edge of country, beautiful, soulful black woman that yeah. um, just really, I just love seeing all of these genres kind of expanding with who is in them and, and how they're expressing themselves through their music. Yola's one for sure. Um, I mean, I recently wasn't spinning it, but you know, with St. Patrick's day, I saw that like a Bing Crosby album came out with a bunch of Irish songs and oh, like, wow. that oh, was wow. really fun. Um, and then of course I've got, That's you know, weird. my Brandy Carlisle albums that have been played to death. Also my fr- flight of the Concords live in London. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> that was That's a great so one. cool. So, good. so 
Wait, can it, we, should we talk about Brandy Carlisle heartache concert last year? No, what happened, by the oh, way? You never told me. I got me. COVID last year. You got sick. No. I had. You got sick. Yeah, okay, yeah. I had four tickets but, to go hey, see her. It was oh. Ani opening. Ani opening. Ani wow. Yes. Yeah. And she even called and said, hey, I've got these tickets. And of course I wanted to, I had to work at 12 at the oh, airport. Oh, hell so. no. Yeah. yeah. So who went? No you, one. You had to oh eat them. That's a saddest story. About I know. I yeah. tried to get them away. It's better than your car accident. Uh, rodeo, yeah. rodeo. Oh. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about a heartache concert, Cal. What are you, what are you listening to? What are you digging up these oh, days? Oh man. Um, actually, I'm getting. Even though I like you, progressively like a little heavy, and then now I'm kind of mellowing out a little bit. Recently, I've actually gotten on the heavier side, and I've listened to nice. a band called Baroness. And they are very heavy, very fun. Mastodon still. See, they're gonna heavy be, stuff. Man. They're gonna it's be fun. at summer camp. Yeah, Mastodon, are. you gonna go? Oh, dude, I really want to. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I'm also at that age where I'm like, man, I don't want to haul all my stuff for like a mile and a half just to stand yes. around a bunch of hippies, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and can I take the kids? Yeah, yeah, it's it's a chore. Well, that's where I was going before Eric cut me off there, but uh, uh, I no, that's all right. <laughs> But like the the where you're at now reminds me of like Umphreys and Mo and yeah. hot buttered rum and yeah. stuff like that. Kind of like a conglomeration of jam and string and just I don't want to say country, but it's got that roots in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, and it's funny to see how that kind of comes full circle and then uh, what you can pull from all those other genres mm-hmm. and bring in something a little heavier again. Or right, it's it's just a really weird progression to watch. Mm-hmm. And then what you pick and pluck from each one of those genres as you as you like evolve musically. Yeah. And this is exactly where. When I'm listening to music, the kind of stuff that I like to listen to. So you guys are right in the ballpark, man. Nice. Yeah. yeah. For you. me, it's my Thank comfort you. zone. Cool. What do you What do you guys want to play? It's been so long since you played together. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? You want me to do the next one? Or? Sure. Um, we can do one of my originals. Do you want me to play the taco? Or I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah. Tacos. Um, um, happy. Maybe. <laughs> we made room for two musicians. There was a big long. Uh, what console stereo? I was gonna say, what did Ted, you do with that? Ted gave to me. Where did you put uh, it? It's hanging from the window. No, it's not. <laughs> it's outside. It right outside. Right it's outside the only the place window. it would fit. Yeah. It's right out the window. Dang. Aaron, you could have walked to my house where I, I high was above Cherry Street. Yeah. Well, it looks beautiful. The sky looks great on the last day of winter, but it's really kind of chilly. It's huh? a little brisk. How are you guys temperature wise? Are you good? Good. Okay. Yeah. Good. I'm on window duty. Cal? That's why I'm asking. <laughs> uh, martial <laughs> arts. When did that yeah. come into your life? When my son decided to do it. <laughs> and then I actually, he started like a year ago. I think he started in, yeah, it's been a little over a year for him. Did he ask you, dad, why don't you do this with me? It, it was just one of those things where like we kept taking him and I was like, oh, that looks kind of fun. And also looks hard. Like, <laughs> and then Augie wanted to kind of get into it too. And I said, well, why don't we all just do it? And now yeah. I'm, I'm up to a blue belt already. <laughs> I, I, I think I saw you yeah. getting some honor not too long yeah. ago. Yeah. I've just got another belt promotion and we're going to do a tournament at the end of April. Like or... what level of ass can you kick with a blue belt? Um, it's but still fun. Yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can do Eric yeah. right now. Uh, blue belt level, Eric. Yeah. He's not uh, problem. Yeah. I, mean, I, I get go, him with mob. I get, I, I'm lucky enough to go to like an adult class, but it's still fun beating up little kids now and then. You know? <laughs> It's but. so it's so great. Martial arts is is uh, martial arts, performing arts, and, and and great music is it really lives 
is rooted in this town. Yeah. Um, and, and it really is, uh, uh, lots of parents, lots of kids go together, right? Oh, yeah. 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 There's it's quite huge. a few. Yeah. yeah. That's what I thought. It's neat. Yeah. What does it, what's it do uh, in your life discipline wise? Does it help with the music? Um, it keeps me a little bit more limber. So yes, it does help musically because I'm actually working on my my breathing, my breath. Uh, I can actually sing a little bit louder, uh, and you wouldn't think that, but you know they actually teach you how to breathe and actually focus, you know, on that kind of stuff. So it actually, I think that helps me in in the singing department to actually reach deep down and then belt it out a little bit harder. So on a Sunday we get to sit here and uh, our friends get to play music for us. Yeah, this is the best part of the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's this one called? This one's called "Next to You." It's a song that I wrote, um, and Cal's gonna play the banjo. It's been a while, so we'll see how it turns out. Yeah. Forgive us, (laughs) y'all. I wanna wake up next to you. I want to wake up next to you I'll take any nightmare If it means I'll wake up next to you I want to wake up in your arms I want to wake up in your arms Give me a nightmare I don't care I'll gladly dream the worst If I could wake up in your arms Falling, flying, monsters, murder, running, chasing blood and gore That menacing man with his hand full of sand Can take me so long as when I wake, you're there. Oh, oh, oh. Ooh, 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 If it means I'll wake up next to you Falling, flying, monsters, murder, terror, horror, darkest fears The menacing man with his hand full of sand Go ahead, take me So long as I can wake up next to you. That was awesome. Thank you. Oh, the menacing man with the sand in his hand. Oh, I 
dig it. Look so out. Hard. That is a great line, isn't it? It's so great. Thank you. We watched The Sandman. Did anyone else watch The what Sandman? Is, oh, the I Sandman? started watching it. Adam Sandler? No. <laughs> not that one. All right, not that one. Um, not it's actually close. based on a graphic novel by yeah. Neil Gaiman. Maybe. Um, Neil Diamond? Neil Gaiman. Oh, Gaiman. A-I-M-A-N. Okay. Um, and anyways, it follows the the Sandman who controls dreams. Mm-hmm. Ah. And what network was it on? Oh gosh, I don't know. One of the streaming might be channels. Netflix. Do you I know? Did you watch it too? I've seen it on, yeah. on one of them. I think it was Netflix. I haven't actually watched Spooky it. Spooky and futuristic it and fantasy like. Yeah. Yeah, and it had um, Brianna of Tarth from Oh yeah Game of Thrones, which you know. Yeah, hello. win automatic I got win. My, my Stark socks. Oh, yeah, you do. Representing Starks today. Game of Thrones socks? Yeah. That's pretty great. Do my socks even match? Nope, they don't even match. I count on you for that. Nice. <laughs> Theodore, is that a Yellowstone shirt you're wearing there? It is. Yeah. Oh. It is a Yellowstone shirt. Cal, Cal what are you and your wife? Uh, uh, your wife's a teacher, by the way. She is. Yep. Yep. That's awesome. Over at King School in Galesburg. Yep. Yep. Uh, She's a the STEM teacher. She just started STEM teaching this year. Oh, that's cool. It's really cool. She enjoys it. You know, it's, being a teacher is very difficult these days with uh, behaviors and whatnot. But you know, as far as not being in a classroom, like a second grade or first grade or whatever, she actually has to teach all five hundred kids. Can right? kids? Oh, my Lanta. Can kids have their mommy as a teacher? Oh yeah, yeah. She's got her. She, she does. Oh, she's wow. a, so she How does cool. the, every kid in the school. You know, it's like on a rotation. For, yeah, yeah. For the specials, and so yeah, every like third day or whatever, she's got Cooper and Augie. So she love she? it. She's yeah, been, she's been doing it a while. She has. Uh, yeah. I couldn't tell you the number, but it's a while. I'm sorry, Mandy. Did she ever get her sense of smell back? No. Are you kidding no. me? No. No. She got COVID. Like yeah, in 2020, and it is still not right. Her taste and smell is like better some days and. Worse that would be others. the worst possible outcome. Yeah. Like, I have had COVID. I don't know that I ever got that uh, portion of it, but, man, I love to eat. Oh, like, yeah. if you've seen me, I love to eat. Yeah. And if I couldn't <laughs> taste shit, if I couldn't, oh, like, smell it, the things, that changed? would be the worst. Has it changed uh, how she Yeah, and, it has. Yeah. You know, um, she... She just doesn't find as much enjoyment as it. She actually has to say, like, oh, I guess I better go eat because I'm, you know, hungry. Wow. But, yeah, she, some nights she'll be like, oh, this kind of sounds good. And she'll, she'll maybe taste certain flavors, but it's not full on. And then other days she's like, I can't taste any of this. Unreal. It's, it's nuts. Yeah. So she has Spicy long, <laughs> long COVID for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, here's to her getting the better. Yeah. I yeah. hope, man. It could be like that forever. I hope Real, it's real not, soon. But, yeah. Man. Yeah, what so. what's uh, what's on the horizon? You guys gonna um, this this collaboration as long as you guys live here in this community gonna as long as you live go on <laughs> <laughs> as long well, as we can as yeah. long as we can is it just almost like hey there's a gig uh, next Thursday do you want to play do you have to get together and rehearse or just some tunes? we don't have to yeah. Um, yeah. it's always you know nice just to jog the memory to get together but um, a lot of it just kind of comes back once we once we get behind mm-hmm. the mics and get the instruments with us so. Um, yeah, it's like riding a bike sometimes when we play together. Yeah. And then uh, you have the full-time job uh, running uh, one of the greatest buildings in this town. Yeah. Galesburg's Jewel, the right. Orpheum Theater. Yeah. What's it like to wake up every morning and go, oh, I got to go do this again? <laughs> Some mornings are tough, but you get to run that joint. And yeah, you know, it's, it's pretty it's, special. It's almost 12 years now that I've worked there. Yeah. Um, and like you mentioned earlier, I grew up there as well. Mm-hmm. So it's this, you know, this kind of beautiful thing that's come full circle. And I'm, I, I do have to 
try and, you know, make sure to remind myself the, sure. the privilege I have. And it's, it really is, um, you know, not only is it a cool place and has facilitates a lot of great things for people, but it's special to me too. Yeah. Um, and you've brought great shows since you've been there and a lot. Um, you, you can feel, if you know the people who work at the Orpheum, oh, yeah. um, you, you, a lot of the shows that come are kind of their, the taste of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's pretty great. Um, I appreciate I, that. I know, I know some of your tastes and I can tell uh, who's upcoming some good like ones later in up, the yeah. year that we need to know about. Ooh, tell us something that we shouldn't know. Yeah, can you tell I mean, we won't tell anybody. We, we won't. promise. Okay. No, we won't. We'll just put it on the podcast. Something that I've anybody. been planning for a long time. I'm not going to tell you about, but I can tell you that this fantastic, speaking of music, fantastic Mm -hmm. artist named Nick West is coming uh, to the Orpheum in July. What does Nick do? uh, Nick plays bass. She is, um, they call her a real life Gumby on stage. So she sports this like fantastic mohawk in the shape Mm -hmm. of a bass clef. And um, (laughs) she just absolutely, (laughs) you know, rips at the bass and she's doing acrobatic stuff on stage. And she's just, it's kind of like a soul pop funk type of um, feel to her music. So um, it should bring a lot of energy and like vibrancy to the stage. And that's what I'm looking to have people enjoy. That's That's cool. cool. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you um, one of the coolest things that I think that's understated about the Orpheum is during the summertime when the kids are off the free movies that mm-hmm. you guys show yeah. like yes. that's so awesome. Cause we're, we always look like we pull up Facebook and we're like, Oh, it's um ghostbusters this week. Or mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's something you want to go see that. Yeah. Yeah. We want to go see that. So yeah. just something that, Hey, come in and you know, buy what? some popcorn Absolutely. and check out a and flick take in, Love that, that. in that building. I yeah. mean, there is something just magical about it. There really it. is. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how many times I go in there for whatever the event is. And it's like, if you just stop and look around, you can't help but go, yeah. Mm-hmm. My wife and I got married there. You did, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's special to us too. Wow. Yeah. yeah, really. I was, I was there that night. That was pretty great. This is the first wedding I went to at the Orpheum. I'm like, you can get married here. We've had many yeah. more. Myself yeah. as well. I, I got married there too. Since. Yeah, oh, we, you did. Yeah, you have to get married at the Orpheum to be in your band. Yes, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's, true. it's a prerequisite. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. No, wait. Remember, I was throwing out stupid stats earlier. Yeah. Like we're all <laughs> just like, yeah, yeah I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> We have all performed on the Orpheum Theater stage. Ted, even we were in the uh, the what was the Choral the Dynamics? Pad- we got oh the host God, and we did skits. Right. Did you do a pageant? We had to do we skits. Did, we hosted. We've, done, we've, we've hosted, hosted many you times. Didn't do a pageant. <laughs> we were not in it, but I did wear a tuxedo, Ooh, which, if you know me, fancy. is way well done there. Like probably like three times in my entire life but have maybe, I been in a uh, in a turtle suit? No, yeah. penguin suit. Turtle, turtle suit. suit. Turtle suit. Mandy, can you count? <laughs> it's a you high neck. Can I count? How many times you've been on that stage, performed shows on that stage? Probably more, I don't know, a dozen, 15. I mean, but it never loses anything. Yeah. You know, it just keeps getting cooler even, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because you know it in a, in a more intimate way. Yeah. And you, I mean, you get, Aaron, I'm ewing you. <laughs> you. <laughs> You get to you know go up on the in the balcony and mm-hmm. and those secret crevices. And yeah. Have you ever had any um, interesting paranormal experiences? Oh, okay. I thought you were going to sex stories here for a second. I mean, that's fine too. Cow, and whatever what, you're comfortable plan? sharing. <laughs> plan a show. I'll tell you the only one that I've I've really had. We actually opened up for Pokey Lafarge uh, yes, last year. So cool. Yes. And we're we were practicing like the only time we could get together and practice was like the night before the gig. And we're sitting there like let's just do it on the Orpheum stage. Get used to it. We're sitting there playing 
and I just happened to look up way up in the balcony and I swear I saw somebody or something move. And I'm like, as I'm playing, I'm like, well, that was weird. <laughs> and I told her after we got done playing, she's like, oh, yeah, you probably did. And I was, so I was, I was hoping she'd be like, no, you didn't see anything. But she's like, no, you probably did. And I was like, great. That's, I think I have to go now. <laughs> but it was, it was really, you know, it kind of made the hair on my arm stand up sure. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. It was creepy. Yeah. yeah. But it's such a, yeah, it, as far as that goes, you know, just yeah. being in the theater is magical. And then you get little things like that. And you're like, what, do I really want to be in here right now? <laughs> They're friendly. They That's are good. really. I've got to run home for a second. You're not leaving me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Cal. That wasn't the first time. A lot of times uh, you've been on that stage. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Between you know, Flutter and uh, or you know Bluegrass and whatever. Did Flutter get to play the Orpheus stage? I, don't, I, was, I say that only because it's um, possible. I don't remember. I don't think it was. Everybody I know that so for like my wedding, Zalm and Doug, the other guys in the band, uh, yeah, they were right. there. Yeah. Uh, and I know Zalm was playing banjo or guitar or something when we were all jamming at the sure. end of the night. So yeah. in a, in a sense, Flutter was there. You know, I left before the the late night jam started. Oh yeah, it. it was it was cool. <laughs> it was an interesting night. We actually um, we had a lot of firsts and a lot of like, oh, you can't have kegs at the Orpheum anymore. <laughs> because of that night. Yeah. <laughs> A few of my friends may have gotten in trouble. (laughs) Were they trying to ride the ropes in the back? (laughs) Thank God, no. Standards and practices were set during Cal's wedding. (laughs) It was an interesting night. There was was a... um, We were all being serenaded by um, members of Frank F. Sidney. Who was it? Nathan and and who playing uh, and singing up in the the box seats? Oh. um, As you were coming in? And then they played a little later. Nathan and Lacey. Yes. Mm -hmm. That was wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, yeah, of course, I've been in um, bands with those guys for a long time. Nathan plays in in the Memphis Dives now. He's playing a bass for us. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. That's pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. We're all friends. You know, musicians around here, if you don't, you know, play with each other at some point, you at least know everybody around here and Mm -hmm. you try to support each other as much as possible. Yeah. Absolutely. When's the last time you went out uh, and saw someone that to play uh, when you weren't playing? Uh, raising kids isn't. Yeah, I was gonna say now that. that's been a while yeah. because I try to get out, but yeah, it's it's hard these days with with the kids and everything. I, I'm basically busy, busy, and from Monday through Thursday, and then Friday, I'm like, I'm really tired. <laughs> and then Saturday, there's usually something going on, or I'm playing a gig, and then yeah, so it's been a while since I've gotten out and seen somebody else. But one of these days, yeah, I will. Yeah, well, thanks for adding what you guys do to the uh, um, uh, the musical landscape around here. There's so many great uh, acts, and I feel like yeah. I feel like there's kind of a, a bubbling right now of uh, of new music around the air. And uh, w- what comes annually, Ted and you and I've been a part of it before. Is uh, uh, Rutabaga Jazz isn't far away. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. What's not only goes in our schools, it comes to the Orpheum Theater for right, a, a exactly. big night, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. there's a bunch of jazz fanatics in this town for yeah. sure. Yeah. So it's good to have everybody's kind of got their little little corners and then come together for each other's music is cool. Theodore is. Well, to tack on to that a little bit and to touch back to the COVID thing, like you guys were talking about, you got together, you started rolling, boom, everything shut down. And I think what we're seeing is like a lot of people itching, you know, we had this thing before and things are opening up. Let's get back out there and do this. And that's kind of cool to watch everybody kind of rev up at the same time and have stuff to do. And as spring hits, you know, the, the street, uh, show, and yeah. first Fridays and different, di- just all the different things that are coming about. 
I think there's a whole lot of pent up energy to go out and enjoy and listen. And yeah. I saw right uh, the, the stats of guitar sales during COVID, and they were huge. Mm-hmm. They were oh, huge. I they were bet. on back order like bikes were. You know, <laughs> people wanted to to get out. So I, I was saying when I was still I had a radio show, I'm like, if I don't see some bands coming out of basements and garages after this, <laughs> so maybe right. we're starting to. I a little would think bit. we are. Yeah. 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 It's really neat. Well, and so yeah, so many of those folks that got those guitars. Are, are we're all kind of figuring out how how things are supposed to go when yeah. it comes to the gigging world and the yep. performance spaces and things like mm-hmm. that and and you know a lot of you know pent up energy and the mental energy as well and dealing with the trauma of all of the things that have happened and oh, yeah. and things like that is it is has been a, a I would say ripe for creative creative people to to bring forth some some things to contribute so yeah. this isn't a, a good question part. i often ask couples but would you consider adding a third <laughs> <laughs> just out of curiosity i mean is that something that you guys like would inter- uh, i'm not i'll try and do the audition. dance hall dubs get another <laughs> member well i just didn't, yeah. like do you feel like you, you want know, to play the taco do want... don't you <laughs> obviously mandy I'm dying taco. To play the taco, welcome anytime mandy <laughs> okay look on the back of the album mandy <laughs> taco in this one i mean it's um you know i guess dance hall doves is kind of just like the the me and cow project really mm-hmm. it's like works really well that way but like we're always you know like we've mentioned many times cows in a lot of projects i have a solo project i sing um you know like old standards and jazz tunes with like my friend tim that plays piano yeah, and BJ like brolin. yeah bj brolin he's great Mandy, so. that was a hard no you can't be in the band yeah, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> noted uh, no, but we always love jamming with people that's the that's the cool thing about yeah. this this music community speaking of that too is yeah. like you know people um musicians getting together at each other's houses or like you know the, the coffee shop mentality of, you know, just kind of jamming together and things like that really can open up doors and, and, you know, it's obvious you know, somebody can come in and sure. shake the tambourine, but you know, d- don't step on my toes. <laughs> if you love, <laughs> if you love the arts. Mic. Yeah. And if you love the arts and I know Aaron can attest and Mandy can attest to performing arts and your kid, uh, right. And, and just getting into stuff like that. And you yourself, mm-hmm. um, it's vibrant around here. Yeah. We're really lucky. Super fortunate to have a, a thriving, performing arts community Mm -hmm. i would say i mean you know between uh performing arts academy which our very dear friend tim holmes um co-runs with with katie help me with katie's last name i should know katie's last name my daughter was just in just graduated from act one well i shouldn't say graduated we don't know if she's going to act two yet or not but she just did that yeah knocked it out of the park like this shy little girl that every time you would meet like if she was in this room she'd probably be hiding behind my back under my arm sort of thing Mm -hmm. uh just did an amazing job uh, with the performing arts play, it was uh, the Pirates of Penzance and the Bee's Knees. Okay. <laughs> and she loved Classy. it so much that she's looking about, you guys are doing with uh, Missoula Troupe, you're doing a, oh. or is that Prairie, Prairie Players? Players? Doing a, 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 like a workshop. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah, and she's like, can I get into that? And we're like, we'll do everything we can to get you into that. But there's so much stuff that's happening for for just people that have a creative itch that they need to scratch you're yeah, absolutely yeah. right mm-hmm. i'm performing arts here in gelsberg so if you don't uh, know about it and you're it, seriously it can change your Check kid's life yeah. yeah yeah like our a little off track logo 
Josh Dixon hooked us up with his mad graphic design skills. Put him on your next project and see his work at joshuadixonart.com. We bought uh, Aurora a guitar for Christmas, and just like you were talking about them being out of stock, she's she's right-handed girl, but she plays lefty because she's got a problem with uh, her right wrist that she can't really turn it to play it. So um, Dave Dunn down at... Uh, no, Plunk. Dave Plunk. Plunk. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Sorry to the Daves. It's all right. Uh, he's like, I've got this one guitar for Lefty. If you want it, you probably should get this because I don't know if I can get another one in. Turned out it was an awesome gift. Mm. Uh, she is now officially in a band called Unicorn Poop. Hell yes. Uh, yes. They, they have played together officially one time. <laughs> and even though she has a guitar, she played the saxophone in the band that night. But I mean, just... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, just... Inspiration to nine-year-olds everywhere. Unicorn poop. <laughs> Unicorn poop. Uh, Fantastic. Yeah, man. Love it. <laughs> Rock and roll. Absolutely They're grunge, right? Do you I mean, know that's what it feels Rory like. Sazma? Yes. Okay, Rory is their drummer. Okay. Uh, it's two cats out of uh, Sarah Jones's uh, brother-in-law and their daughter Wait, from this, Milwaukee. This is real. This is real. Yeah, they're, so they're unicorn poop. And, it's and they played, and it was... Not horrible. (laughs) And I can say that because because of the F-bombs, my daughter doesn't listen to the podcast yet. Uh, (laughs) Safe. That's pretty great. Cal, do you have to uh, uh, perform for the family or was uh, was singing to the kids uh, growing up? Was that a thing that Uh, happened a lot? Not really. Um, Like I said, I try not to push the music thing too much because I really like them too, but, you know. What do they think of Dad up there on the stage? They they enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. They actually ask if they can come to a lot of gigs and we're like, sorry, kid, it's at a bar, you know. You can't, you know, it's after 9 o'clock. That's bedtime, that kind of thing. But when they can come out, they always dance and have a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great fans. Yeah. yeah, And same with you. The Glasnevich girls are on stage helping at the Orpheum all the time. Yeah, Isn't yeah. it in their blood, do you think? I mean, I think that they've, I've, again, like Cows King saying, I've, I've tried not to push it on them, but, it, you know, it's it's become such a familiar and comfortable space for them, and we've always encouraged them yeah, to. Yeah, push them, man. Cece was the best little <laughs> stage manager for yeah. Death Trap. I mean, yeah, she was They like so the backstage good. stuff, actually, maybe just as much as the onstage stuff, mm-hmm. which is awesome, because there's some awesome. great jobs in that. Right. Um, yeah. But... Yeah, no, they they CC is getting really into musicals and st- things like that. She's going to be in Newsies this year, and Charlotte's oh, yeah. you know running lights and stage managing stuff, and she's eleven. So um, yeah, they they really enjoy it, and I mean they don't know that they enjoy as much. I mean I would I would when they were growing up I would sing to them and stuff, and then you know we reached a certain point where I'm like you know if one's having trouble getting to sleep I'll be like you want me to sing to you, and they're like no no that's okay mom. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, You're God. Like, you want me to go We're in there, my bed and cry we? to sleep? Because it's sing to you or cry to sleep. Yeah. So. yeah. Please let me sing to you. Mommy well, wants this. Hey, you know I love you if, and Ted, you can find it, if I've got you up on my wall. And Mandy... Um, I think I'm going to be heartbroken. You're, no, you're somewhere. You're, you, I have your card right over there, and Aaron knows. Aaron's playing in my room, so that's awesome. But look, look here's, there's the cowman oh, right there. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Flutter's oh, last show poster over there. Oh, man. And, and then they're going to... And you've played in my... Uh, what my dining room before yes, they played have. in the dining room we oh put like 30 kids in the living room god told them to all to take their shoes off no yep. alcohol i think we made popcorn your wife is no booze yeah, i was just gonna no say booze. i don't yeah. know how he's still married i was gonna say laura is a saint she, she is, is a she saint really is. And <laughs> that was like <laughs> that was like 14 years ago and it was yeah. that was awesome i'm surprised when i walked in the door it didn't trigger something in laura to be like oh my <laughs> god no get, no, no, get no, out get out right yeah. now Aaron, you get cookies. I've got something for you downstairs, Cal. 
So uh, how do people like book you? I mean, if somebody oh, that wanted is a great to do question. something, yeah. like yeah, how does that process work? Um, I mean, they can shoot us a message on our Facebook page or Instagram page. We are on mm-hmm. those at Dance Hall Doves. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will definitely have ways. links for those in the show notes Great. afterwards. Yeah, I love so. that. Thank you. I thought um, she was going to shoot a dove. We got to shoot a dove. <laughs> actually, it's a shoot a dove. You got to mail it to us first. <laughs> Please, please don't shoot anything. <laughs> Tie a hundred dollar bill to it. We'll, we'll go play. Oh, yeah, true. yeah. So That's just find us on awesome. social media. I, mean, I don't hate it. I don't love it. But That's the process right there. Yeah. So we love you. Or they can email you. Or, yeah, yeah. You can um, find us on on either of those social pages. Um, you can find Sullivan's daughter. You can find Memphis Dives as well mm-hmm. um, on the socials, and yeah, reach out to us. I mean, um, we are we love playing all sorts of venues. We we'll, we could play, you know, we coffee shops. We can play bars. We can play, you know, you do patios, parties, small backyards, parties, like, yeah. sure yeah. parties. Yeah, love, love bedrooms. We won't call it a bedroom. Sure. Whoa. Music sure. room. Oh, okay. <laughs> a room high above Cherry Street. Podcast yeah. studios, I yeah. think is what yeah. you're yeah. trying to get. That's better. That's better. I think I said, <laughs> my wife and I ran into someone and she said, oh, he's doing a podcast and, and where, where do you do it? And I'm like, in my bedroom. She's like, no. no. <laughs> Don't tell people that. <laughs> Don't oh, that so word. it's one of those, <laughs> those kind of podcasts. Uh, I'm using air quotes podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> it's dark. Web podcast. You guys had no idea what you were getting into today. I had a little of an idea. A little idea, yeah. yeah. I'm a, I have no idea. <laughs> what are you guys? What are you guys going to rap with? We'd love um, to hear something. Anything the, you want? Give up the ghost, yeah. 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 So this is awesome. we talk talk about COVID uh, songs that come out of COVID. This is definitely one of those because it was you know beginning stages of it and everybody was scared, man. I, I remember being terrified because I was actually a trash man at the time. I work at mm. a beer company now, but. Shout out Euclid Beverage. Yeah, Hell Euclid yeah. Beverage. Um, but, I thought uh, he said a beard company. <laughs> and if you're looking um, at it now, I'm like, well, sense. I can see that. Yeah, like, it makes oh, he makes beards. Beard I knew it. <laughs> right? No, someday, maybe. <laughs> I would have never guessed that as a fake beard. You know, but, yeah, but doing all that and, and g- throwing away everybody's trash, it sucked, man. And, and I was kind of just scared. And I, was, I just kind of came up with this line of, you know, like I've heard it before, you know, don't give up the ghost. I won't give up the ghost, you know. And it's like... I'm not ready to go yet. I don't think anybody is because nobody knew what it was really was and what right. it was gonna what was gonna happen, you know. Mm. So this is one of those songs that did come out of like the fear of that stupid pandemic that we finally passed. Nice for the most part, you know. Yeah. So <laughs> much as we're gonna get past. Yeah, yeah. you know. So to so, so have the uh, dance hall dubs in the uh, a little off track studios with uh, Ted, Mandy, and I. was over but don't you forget I won't go that easy no matter how hard you try so pray to your maker it's your turn to die 
praise you maker it's your turn to die cause I won't be going no it's your turn this time I won't give up the ghost I won't give up the ghost Devil's been calling your name. You only have yourself to blame for all of the wicked you've done. You will be baptized in blood. The angel of death has appeared. The path you have chosen is clear. Pray to your maker, my friend. You know damn well this is the end. I won't give up the ghost. I won't give up the ghost. I won't give up the ghost, even for you. I won't the ghost I won't give up the ghost I won't give up the ghost even for you oh hell yeah that was awesome alright I gotta say this yeah before like it leaves me whenever I listen to stuff that we're playing here apparently I get mental images and if I were in the old west and I were a gunslinger that would be my walk up tune like with that taco just beaten down like the whole time was like just this cowboy like strutting out to the middle of the road like I'm gonna shoot some motherfuckers dead (laughs) I like it I love it that was amazing guys Get in that really gritty space. Yes. I just like I feel that. You it's fun to get that? there. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Yes. Thank what you. is your range, Aaron? Because it is it way is better a... than mine. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't anymore, but yeah. um, I do enjoy going all to both to ends say, of the Aaron, spectrum. It's quite a range. It, it's quite it a is. Range. I, I can range. sing soprano and I can sing, you know. A baritone, essentially. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like it's it's fun. It's it's like stretching a rubber band a little bit. That yeah. that uh, gravel and then the high pitched wail like mm-hmm. fit that song I know, perfect. Right? We started. I was like, yeah. hey, I got this song, and she's like, cool. And she started doing that, and I was like, what? yes, yeah, do that. that's oh, the devil. Yeah. <laughs> that's the siren bringing you in, yeah, man. It is. Yeah. I love it. I still have goosebumps. Or my head is still tingly from the accident. One of the two, but that was awesome. <laughs> Take the by the way, oh yeah, I will. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that man. was that was awesome. Um, 
So, uh, Cal, what do you see uh, in in the future playing? Is there any plans? Hey, I want to play with this person. Hey, I want to try this style of music. Um, at the moment, I'm kind of in a groove. Yeah, at the moment, I'm flying by the seat of my pants with my kids being getting older yeah. and doing all this stuff. Um, I just like playing whenever I can, and you know. Aaron and I are going to probably just keep doing it for as yeah. long as we can. Just having music in your life is... is yeah, yep. yeah. You know, whether it's the dives or if it's us or if it's just solo or, you know, somebody else comes along and wants to jam, you know, if ground a campfire or whatever, that's fine with me, man. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep it going. Well, you guys met Billy, who was in here before we started the podcast. Billy is... Uh, what's the name of his company again? He makes this place sound... Uh, he uh, masters yeah. us, yes. Uh, laid, laid Back Manners. Laid Back Manners. You yeah. gotta get in and lay some shit down because yeah. I would buy it yeah uh, like in a heartbeat that's, I would that's buy that. one of the things that i you know talking about just kind of getting swept up by life you know that yeah. our projects like this that we really love to be able to do, you know do at all um you know kind of fall in the back burner a lot and we'd love to be able to get more out there because a lot of times people do come up and say you know we played for pokey lafarge like we opened for him and they're oh, like yeah. where can we find yeah. you know you yeah. and we're like ah Damn it, like we need to put more shit out there. So I yeah. If I caught you on first Friday and you had a table up front with a CD on it, I would slap down the money and buy it, no question. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you gotta get me that. All right, you man. get on it. All right. Yeah, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> I'd be like I'd be like, Cal, all the times I played songs on the radio for you, give me a fucking CD. Ten dollars? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man. How about a discount? Yeah. <laughs> discount, that'd be discount. good. Thanks to William Colvin at Laidback Manor Studios in Galesburg for mixing and mastering the show. If your band is ready to make an album, William is ready to make it sound amazing at Laidback Manor Studios in Galesburg. We we, we kind of like to, to wrap with this. I'm going to start with uh, Mandy. Um, uh, go around the horn. And something you guys think uh, uh, people should be either uh, watching, uh, uh, reading, or uh, uh, listening to right now. I'm going to uh, make Mandy go first this time. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, we really got deep into Succession on HBO yes. Max. Here comes the new season. What, it what? might next weekend. Okay, I was no, no, say, no, no, no. It's is it April? No, I think it is March. I think it's March twenty fourth. It's like any minute now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that's not typically my kind of show. You know, it's just about a wealthy family and they just behave badly to the world and each other. But it's wildly entertaining and probably frighteningly accurate mm. of nice. how the world really works. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm and that's why my wife doesn't her. like it. Yeah, she it is. Like a, it. It's a little, a little disturbing. Yeah. yeah, the family they own a, a media company, right? Yeah. Yes. So it's. Yeah. I mean, I envision it as. Uh, play on Fox News is kind of, you know, they're very conservative and they're pushing an agenda. And I mean, not to be political in any way, but I mean, that's if you watch the show, I think that's the the takeaway. Right. Um, So anyways, that's what we are watching. And that's what we are Who's loving. Who's your favorite? Uh, Kieran Culkin. I love Kieran Culkin. He is really surprisingly great? good. Yeah. Macaulay Culkin's brother can act, damn it. Oh, man. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who yeah. Sure. yeah. He played like the snot nosed brat in uh, Home Alone. What? Like the little oh, yes. one who got him in trouble because oh. he spilled the, the milk. The one that spilled the milk in the kitchen yeah. on the pizzas. Oh. And he's all grown up <laughs> that's and he's Kieran, still. Ted. A smart ass, but in a great way. No, you were wondering. No, I was just like, oh, which wait, one's I, had to, I had to go way back in the way brain cell machine there. Way back, yeah. So if you're <laughs> looking for a good show, Succession on HBO Max. Yeah, it's, nice. it's juicy. Yep. Aaron, how about you? Oh, wow. Oh, I thought we'd go clockwise. Damn. Uh, <laughs> um, Something that I've been watching, and I, um, we've been talking about music and live music and stuff, but yeah. I just went to... um. And we're talking about local arts and community theater. Went to a show in Peoria 
um, with my daughters, and it was a musical. It's called In the Heights, nice. and it was, um, you know, beautifully performed. And it's about you know immigrants in the barrio of Washington Heights back in the early two thousands. Um, and it's Lin Manuel Miranda who wrote it. it was his first oh, show before right. Hamilton exploded. Um, so it was really cool taking my daughters to that. I had actually written a paper about that show in college because I, you know, my, my grandparents have this immigrant experience of coming to America from Croatia. You and have I a really cool tattoo on I, your back. About yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, so I, I connected with the story about it and I was really excited to like bring that story to my kids and things like that. So we went up and we experienced the show and it was so good. It was one of those. Um, instances where, you know, like you really saw the the beauty of the community theater. Um, and there were people in it that had never been on stage before. They worked with like the local Hispanic society to like get a bunch of, uh, you know, actors for it and performers for it. That's um, great. So we're now that, you know, we saw that and that my daughter's going to be in Newsies. Um, we're kind of busting out the cast recordings a little more mm. these days. So That's enjoying that. Yeah. Awesome. Wonderful. Theater. Oh, oh, Theodore. Uh, so, <laughs> are you reading a little any bit? Sense in the Can you read? Does it help to concentrate? You, you know what sucks, and I've noticed um, with our phone addictions or our screen addictions, mm-hmm. like you hold it down around waist level, and I have to like push forward <laughs> to see that, which just kills. Like I, with this brace, I can't do it. So I've been finding that I'm up here a lot, yeah, which doesn't really work. So I, you know, I haven't done a whole bunch of reading, listening, consuming. So I'm going to cheese out a little bit and I'm just going to kind of plug us for a second. And and, um, I'm going to charge each and every one of you listening. Uh, If you dug this, um, turn on a friend. You know, yeah, like uh, get get a friend to listen. If you, you know, we have people stacked up through the middle of the year, which is awesome, like uh, for future shows. But if you have someone that you would love, you like, you know what? I think that they would be awesome on there. This sounded so killer that I want to listen to my friend do X, Y, or Z. Uh, hit us up a little off track at gmail.com. You see all that stuff in the show notes too. Yeah. But uh, that's mine for today. Sorry. I, no, that's great. That's great. Cal, you look pretty confident like you knew. You just want to tell somebody to do what? To oh, watch what? Well, I, I'm probably late to the game on this, but I just started watching on Netflix Peaky Blinders. Oh, yes. Oh, so, I mean, I'm late. To, I know I'm late to the game. And the music's right if you're crap. at this. Yes. Yeah. I know. It's, I've already been like, man, I, I like this music, and I like, I've like. i heard White Stripes on there, and I've heard uh, you know a few others. But, yeah, it's got the old wheels turning for music. So but. I know that name, but I don't know the show. What, what it, is it? Give it, me a 10,000 foot. It is. Uh, it's about a gang back in the 1920s. Uh, I like it. Yeah, like, 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 like Yeah, turn of the century, yep. It's just a guy and Irish his mob, Irish, you call them? yep, an Irish mob trying to just yeah. get make their way uh, through the the craziness between the the dirty cops and the Ooh. you know the uh, just the filth of London itself and on all the, the fun stuff. They, they, That's in my wheelhouse. Some yeah. guns fell in their lap through, trying to do a different deal, and then all of a sudden everything kind of blows up from there. And I just started watching it, so I'm only about four or five episodes into oh, it. But I, it, 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 has, it has grabbed me, and I'm like, Are you excited I'm, for I'm it, Mandy? I'm so excited. 
<laughs> like I said, I know I'm late to the game, but yeah, man, I'm. No, that's all right. We were it. too. We were too. So what's really cool about this is I all, I get this all the time. People are like you got to watch, you got to read, you got to mm-hmm. listen. Picky blinders. And, uh, and yeah. I always forget. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna remember that, and I don't remember. Right. It. <laughs> so so yeah. honey, I'm talking to you right now. Put Pinky Blinders uh, on our P-E-A-K-Y. two watch yeah. list. Pinky. P P E A K Y. Yeah. Pinky. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Like peek, peek 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 the We're going to get it. P-E-A-K-Y. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Peeky. That's what I said the first okay, time. so the lead guy, is it Cillian or Killian? Oh, what the hell's his Killian. name? Killian. Probably Killian. Killian, Killian yeah. He was in the Irish man. have a silence for those eyes. He was in, just uh, yeah, he's got... He does have beautiful eyes. Yeah, yeah, he does. He was in the well, he was in the Batman movies with Christian Bale too. Yeah, right? he was a scarecrow. Absolutely. Yeah, um, that's wonderful. Anything else? We can talk Peaky Blinders all day. Yeah, that's. A I think we podcast. we we can turn it on anytime. We push play on Peaky Blinders anytime. Any random episode. Same with Sopranos. Who yeah, plays no Alfie kidding. later down the road? Oh, Very famous. Sh- He's also in the Batman movie. The kid who got his tongue stuck to the uh, Tom Hardy. And, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Yes. Oh, nice. And he. I mean, the, his performances. But I will say to people who have tried Peaky Blinders and they're like, I don't know, like, I can't really understand. You almost have to watch a few episodes to, like, yeah. get it, yes. like, yeah. hear it, mm-hmm. yes. you know? And then once you can hear it, it's kind of like those 3D puzzles from the 90s that you had to look at. <laughs> the magic And eyes. you'd be like, I can't see it. But then once you That's can, you can see Focus your ears yeah. and you got it. <laughs> right? Yes. We have that rule in our house, though, like... W- w- you can't judge anything by the first episode or two because no. always the first episode they're trying to cram so much yeah. backstory into. Yes. But it's not till like the third, the fourth sometimes where they get their stride and you're like, oh man, I'm so glad we didn't give mm-hmm. up on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Peekaboo blinders. Yes. Yep. I'm on it. Exactly. Yep. Eric, awesome. What you got, my man? Some three year old right now going, Peekaboo, my Peekaboo. <laughs> 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 this is a terrible I, game of phone. This oh. we talked about this at the at the, the top of the uh, podcast with Cal. He had just the, the gig he's recently played with his band Memphis Dives yeah. uh, was at uh, the vault, mm-hmm. uh, Reserve Artisan Ales. The Goodbye Race is the band. They'd sell the sky if they could. Let me see if I can get all the members correct. Um, uh, I'm not gonna. Carl's the lead singer. Okay. I know Carl. And then there's uh, Kyle Rowetter. And oh, yeah. There's his sister on bass, Audie. Oh, that's my neighbor. Yes. And then there's our, up, our, our old colleague, Mandy, Nick Isher. Oh, Nick. On yeah. drums. Sure, yeah. he's a newsman. I don't know the uh, mm-hmm. other guitar player, singer, younger kid. Mm, I don't know. Now that you put me on the he's spot. He's great, though. I, yeah, he is good. Yeah. They're, they're all great, man. The album is called They'd Sell the Sky If They Could. And I felt, Cal, when I was sitting there watching, I hearkened back to uh, to Flutter days because I'm like, listen to this energy and mm-hmm. they got it going on and they're, and they're punk uh, and, and a lot of other things. Um, and they're really awesome. Their album, you can find it on uh, all the socials. And that's local again. Yeah. yeah. You know, people awesome. doing amazing things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Good. You guys have been great fun. Thank you. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. 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 Delight. This has been great. Anytime. Yeah. So, um... I would, you know, and whether or not this uh, particular section right here makes it or not, but what do you guys think about a hidden track for our podcast? Like one more song for a hidden track? Uh, Fast track, and we'll let them get on with their Sunday, because I know we're stealing some of their Sunday. Um, (laughs) It's true. Aaron's like, we don't play four songs for anybody. listen. I I do the least amount of work, typically. (laughs) Cal, what do you think? You You got one more in you? Oh, I'm sure we could figure something out. Sure. What do you think? Um, If we could do a cover, we could probably do one. Oh my gosh, do a cover. Do whatever you want to do. Do you want to do Lazy Moonshiner? Yeah, sure. Okay, because I can play the... um, 
Kizzy won that one. Is that fun? Is this oh, one you guys... Get out of town! This is actually a cover of a cover. <laughs> but the me. very first time I heard this song was by a band called the Lost Dog Street Band. Nice. And they are right up. Our, our, you, you'd like those guys, too. Guitar player, violin player. And mm. they he he's a sad songwriter, but damn, he's good. If, Benjamin Todd, I believe, is his name. Nice. It'll, it'll be our first time hearing Kazoo on the, the podcast. And if you're at home thinking, did they just kidnap them to stay for one more song? <laughs> yes. It's Love the it. Dance Hall Doves on a, a Little Off Track. Shine your wet light on my dry lips. You're a gold miner, and this gold will make you stumble and trip. And mama can't take that bottle from you. They say sunshine is happy, Lord, moonshine is too. Sunshine is happy, Lord Moonshine is too. Oh my god, that was awesome. So the kazoo is 
my new favorite instrument. It's That's back. fucking awesome, man. The kazoo is back. All right, so that is, is that is our teaser for this show right there, man. That's right. awesome. Thank you, Dance Hall Devs. Aaron, oh, we love you, Cal. Thank you, Great guys. To see you, Always a pleasure, guys. Yeah, glad to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Woo-hoo. Thanks, guys. That was fun. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Show you Banjos and kazoos make for a fulkin' good time with Aaron and Cal of the Dance Hall Doves. On behalf of our hosts, Eric Hansen, Ted Bevenauer, and Mandy Balser, thanks for going a little off track. Tune in next time for the jazz stylings of jelly maker Nikki Malley, a super cool gal who knows how to make jam literally and musically. She'll talk about her new downtown business venture, Malley Farms, play us some music, and help us find our way a little off track. Mm-hmm.